my people, we back. Monday morning, man, some great football happened. I'm kind of pissed, uh, kind of pissed because a lot happened, but I just put my money in the Chiefs, but it's all good. Because every time you don't win, every time you don't win, you don't hit real big. But it was good football, so I'm oh fucking K. Then the Bengals go into this shit with the Rams. I said fuck the Rams because I'm with the fucking Seahawks in the NFC. Fuck the Chiefs, but I had the money ride. It's all good. I'm finna double up on Super Bowl. Think the Rams gonna win 3-0-2-0. Lot of field goals, maybe a pick six from the deep. Joe Burrow, he gonna throw like two thirties. But it's gonna be a real slow fucking game. Had a good weekend, popped a couple of fucking shrooms. Watch you for we uh damn had me going out the room. In and out, moving out. Then I watched the Truman show. Then I smoked up like I had fucking oh, then I'm rolling. We back on the swerving podcast. This fucking music downstairs gonna make me pop my mmm. Pop my what? Pop my mouth on the motherfuckers, not trying to hear country all day, motherfucker. Mm, but that's my weekend though, and now I'm just kicking back in the studio, and it's swerving podcast on your fucking. Mm, hey, and you know what we fucking doing? Now nah, I'm just bullshitting now. Nah, for real though, it was a good weekend of football. It really was a good weekend of football. Um, damn, I did have the, I had some couple parlays put in, and uh, Chiefs just choked, man. Chiefs choked. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I'm hurt, but it was just such a football football game. I said that earlier in a couple pods. Like, it's just a good game, man. You really don't know what care what the fuck happens. It's just long as it's good football, and uh, you know, respect to Joe Burrow. Like, they're gonna happen, and uh, yeah, I mean, he just came a long way. I, I used to talk a lot on his 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 swagger and I guess uh, just confidence in his game, but he's made it happen. He's in the bowl, you know, NCAA champion, Heisman winner. Now he gets a chance to be a Super Bowl champion. Um, yeah, kudos to Burrow, man. He, he gets it done, and uh, he's probably one of the next top-tier guys in the league. Uh, that defense made some big stops, man. I think that I think that uh, that play going into halftime was really big for the momentum. Um, really don't get why Andy Reid just didn't kick it, you know? I don't – just, you know, just thinking of all the scenario things that were going on. Um, I still understood why you, you don't kick that, get the three points. Um, you know, if you got 24 on the board, then you really, you gotta, the Bengals would have had to have another possession to fucking, to get a field goal on the board going to, to go into overtime because the, the Chiefs would have been up a whole one still. So, oh no, I just didn't get that logic. Uh, you know, Andy Reid, uh, sure he wish he can go back and do that over again, but. You gotta have faith in all. He has faith in his offense too. You know, I guess he's gonna take some chances. So, especially at that point of the season. Um, so I get, I do get both things, but 
the safe, safe play, I think, is just to uh, kick the field goal. So, didn't understand that much. But uh, other than that, the game was really good. Uh, they shut three Hill down in the second half. Fucking Eli Apple. I don't know what they were doing. Like a man, man zone, just passing everything around. Um, they really had him showed up. Really didn't hear much about him in the second half. Um, they started figuring out how to get Jamar Chase one on one too. That was big for the Bengals. Um, I think they're, they're gonna do anything in the Super Bowl. They're gonna have to get they're gonna have to get Chase away from Ramsey and do some crossers and shit and uh just get it going. It's gonna be hard, but they're just gonna have to make it happen, man. Uh I think the Bengals have a good chance though. They'll keep it close, I think. A lot of field goals, like I said last night, one of the pods. I was doing a pod with Hungry last night actually. Before Euphoria, I was fucking going off the shroom and shit. I don't know why it didn't save my laptop, but it didn't say it, so I'm just doing one solo this morning. Um, but yeah, I said last night that I think the Rams, I think the Rams win 30 to 20. And I think Hungry said 30 17, so. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, let's, we're going to talk about the 49ers game for a second. Uh, Great first half, really. <coughs> great defensive first half. Um, <coughs> Kyle Shanahan is just a great coach, man. Is like his. I was that somebody I would like to play for. <coughs> you know, he's gonna take his. Uh, he's gonna take a risk. He knows when to take him. Uh, he knows what he's going. You know, he knows what he's going in the game doing. He don't have like three different. Scenarios, you know, he's going in, running this, and then scrapping it at halftime and coming out with something different. Um, if Tart makes that interception, that, that game's over. So, you know, it's just a big play, um, momentum wise, and all that. Thought they were still in it. Um, I thought when they tried, they were trying to get the Rams offside in that fourth and two, they should have just went for it, you know. I mean, why not at that point? Why not? Like, you're already lined up. Let's just fucking get it. Go five yards back and punt it. I get that, but I don't know. I'm just not that guy. Fucking go for it. It's fucking playoffs, man. Playoff football. Ain't that what we're here for? I don't know if the Chiefs went. I mean, I don't know if the uh, Rams went for it on fourth down at all. Oh, yeah, they did one time, and then they got challenged. And, um, yeah, did that work out great for them. But the Rams are good, man. They, uh. I like how the Rams, uh, you know, they might be go off to a slow start, but they seem to like stay together as a team. You know, adversity hits them, and they don't flip out. Matt Stafford is very well poised, very well poised, and um, yeah, man, Matt Stafford deserves one. He deserves to be there. Um, it ain't gonna be no handout, man. The Bengals are balling. The Bengals are playing nice. They're playing really nice. Like what they're doing, uh, yeah. Joey B, he's gonna slow the game down. He's gonna when he gets the ball in his hands, he's gonna make what he needs to happen. And that's big as a quarterback, being able to pace the game and stuff. Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, um, all them younger guys are able to do it. You know, uh, Lamar. It's gonna be. I think we're we're gonna be good with football for a long time. So uh, I'm just very pleased with how the playoffs went, um, the matchups. And yeah, it's gonna be um, after Super Bowl. I'll be upset for a while, but football comes back quick. You know, buying into some NBA more and all that, and 
Yeah. Can't wait for Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Uh, if you're a Madden player, get a hold of me. I'm trying to hold a Madden tournament on February 7th. The week, I think that's right, yeah. The week before. No, February 6th. 6th or 7th, one of the two, I'll get a hold of you. I'm trying to hold a Madden tournament at the Sand Trap on a big projector screen, like 10 person. $25 buy-in. Um, $25 because 10 bucks out of the... Ten bucks from each of the ten people will go towards a simulator for three hours, which is one hundred twenty bucks, and then I'll just we'll pay out the rest to the first place, and then um, second place will get their money back. So it'll be a good little fun tournament. Come hang out before the Super Bowl next week. Talk some shit, get some mics out, you know, um, record the, the tournament and shit. It should just be a good little time. Uh, so if you if you think you got the sticks or whatever it takes, uh, just hit me up and we're gonna get that rolling. That should be on the 6th or 7th. But, yeah, just get a hold of me. I'm only taking 10 people. So, if you think you got what it takes, come win that money, man. Come take it from me. Um, I really don't. I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm going to be mad, mad, mad right now. So, come see what you got. Man, Euphoria last night was insane. Insane. I'm trying to explain it without spoiling it. Um. My one word, I'll give it two words. I'll just give it my feeling. My feeling on that episode was like, truth from different angles, you know, just realness. And um, the situation with Nate's dad's really fucked up, really fucked up. I don't care how you look at it. But just like as a person standpoint, you take everything away and like who he wants to be as a man. Like, I get that. And, um, it's crazy to think, like, how many relationships with older people are probably like that. You know, people aren't happy. Um, you know, they just probably grown up certain ways and then want to try things new to be themselves. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, but I'm not sure. Uh, but it's just the way that Nate's dad ended that episode last night was just very, uh, just gave me a lot of anxiety because, like, I could see, like, a lot of homes acting like that, you know, just broken, not happy, uh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, unstable, just people are unstable, like, Nate's dad, everyone has secrets, you know, all families, these beautiful family have family pictures, but everyone's living their own way and, um, got different likings to things and addictions and shit like that and we're all just in our own lane man but uh you know we just gotta we gotta care for one another and we gotta care for one another interpret and not really step on toes and just move on like i was saying last week we gotta respect what people want in our life because we gotta worry about what the fuck's on our plate you know what i'm saying so i think that episode uh I think that episode was really trying to explain that. Just <clears throat> God, my nose is fucking, fucking with me. The episode did, did really well with that from Nate's dad's standpoint, trying to come to the fact of, uh, you know, just come out the closet with his family. That's probably hard as a man. Um, you know, I couldn't imagine that. You know, I'm not that, so I couldn't imagine doing that. But it's probably, it's, and having two sons and trying to do that, you know, and having a son that, 
you know some some about, but you don't really know nothing about. So and he's probably darker than you, so it's hard. You just want to get the fuck out of the house. So I felt that. I felt that from Nate's dad's standpoint of the show. Um, let's talk about Cassie. Man, like it's insane. Um, it's insane because I put myself in the position that position. I put myself in the position of Nate, you know, like two women and like the position of Cassie too, obsessing over somebody so much. Like you're just doing shit that you just not you or just trying to force shit. You know, that's when you get really unworried about. That's when you stop focusing on your plate again. We're going back to that, and um, Cassie's just in the whirlwind right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why she, not even McKay, but why she's acting like she can't be with any man. You know, why trip? Why trip like that? Nate is not worth that to be drinking like that, man. And I feel like the world nowadays, that was a good example of just girls in their relationships driving to drinking after drinking, un, drinking unresponsibly out of control just because they're sad and shit. Like, that's so little girlish. Like, grow up, find something else to do. Start working out. Blow the fuck up. Blow the fuck up if someone fucking got down bad on you and shit, you know, and then go get what you want, you know, because you know what you want in this life. And people, people know what they want. And I just feel like things are, things come together at the right time. So don't, don't, just try not to dwell on nothing in this world. Just chill, man. Just chill and uh, just, God damn. Just quit trying to force shit, you know. And guys, too. Guys, too, we got to quit thinking that we run shit, like, at a point guard standpoint. We can't, we're not at the top of the key with four different girls and just passing a rock around. No, man, we got to settle down. It's that time of our lives. We got to start some shit different. Like, our generation fucked us up a few years ago just fucking going around and having sex and trying to not be committed and no titles and shit. Where did the love go? True love, you know? On the door open and shit, growing old and shit. Like that ain't that ain't around no more, man. People really want to fuck their their best friends, people's and shit like that. They don't see people happy. It's just sad and it's just sad the world's come to that. And uh Euphoria's just doing a good job of that, of getting you to feel all the situations of life in different people's situations and just look at them different before you fucking judge them. And um Rue's just going through it. Rue's going through it. Uh, way the episode ended, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen the next episode. I hope she finds some help. Uh, but you know, I feel that. You know, Rue losing the parent and just wanting to to Rue losing the parent and just wanting to you know just really feel something more than anything. So. She just started uh, doing heroin, and she's just all going bad. And her girlfriend Jules didn't know really, um, but yeah, she was just a good episode. Yeah, get into it. But the, the story of Zendaya and how she's doing this character is really good. And uh, losing her brother and stuff, I I, I feel that you know um, I haven't lost my parents. You know, thank God, they're still they're still guiding me and showing me different things. But. Uh, you know, I get that feeling of trying to touch something. I try to feel my brother every day. That's not why I smoke weed, so don't think that. But uh, you know, I just take a lot. And that's why I really don't hang out with nobody. Because I feel like when I do that, I can feel my brother. So that's why I cope out and chill out and do my podcast and things. Because that's when I feel like I'm 
closest to him, to where Rue, she can do, she's trying to do, just be numb and feel that, you know? She was literally shooting his hair and just hugging the air in the, in the, in the living room, just trying to, she thought she was hugging her dad. Like, I think she was attending her own funeral, that's how high she was in her dream or something, or the hallucination. But it was just nuts in the state she's in, um, just scary. So I, I felt that though. I mean, I haven't been that far into it, but I've been to the point to where I I felt like I wasn't shit. And, uh, you know, just questioning, like, what is life after you lose something strong? And um, you just gotta keep going. You gotta keep going, man. The path is uh, like we all want a lot tomorrow. But the path is, the path is long. Long if you, if you trust and respect it, you know, and be a, uh, Consistent. You learn that consistency just falls with the next shit, just fall in lap. Next thing I'm gonna so just stay at it, man. <laughs> just stay at it. And, um, but yeah, we just gotta quit feeling nothing and shouting people out because people wanna help her. I like what Elliot's, <laughs> I like his role in the show. Um, you know, just trying to, he's in a, he's in a weird spot, you know, I don't, He's just in a weird spot. He's gay and um, he's just—he's bisexual, I should say, because he goes both ways. But um, if you know Rue Ru and Jules, they hangs out with them a lot. But Rue is into drugs a lot, and Jules is clean, so he wants to be around someone that's making his life better and um, motivating. So I get why he wants to be with Jules, and Jules always wanted to see the better in Rue, and Rue just been abusing people. So if Rue don't find the better for herself, then she's either gonna die, and people are gonna cut her off. With I guess that's just the point of the show we gotta get to. With with Rue. But it's getting there. It's getting there. Our um the shows are getting a lot longer, so that's how you know shit's happening. Fez went in this episode a lot. Um so I feel like when he gets more camera time it some shit is about to wrap up with that because uh Chester just came back and Brought some bad news to him. He, he wasn't looking too hot, so I think that's where it's going to pick up next week. And uh, I'm very, very excited about it. Me and uh, been watching a lot of movies this week. Uh, <laughs> the best one I watched was probably Four vs. Ferrari. Matt Damon, uh, the dude from Batman. Just a great movie, man. Camera work, camera work was really good. Um, man, it was just, it was a true, true story. So you just gotta, you know, them true stories hit different. Make sure you sit there and think about shit after and people's point of view, the main character's point of view. And when you see how they go out, it's just like, damn, man, that's crazy. So, uh, yeah, Ford vs. Ferrari was one of the movies that was really good. Uh, give it an 8 out of 10 on my scale. Um, definitely would watch it again. Probably my top 20 movies ever. That's how good it was shot. So, I'd watch that. Detour. Detour was great. It hasn't, the, the main dude is the dude from, um, Mud. Fucking, so, uh, let me look at him real quick. He's from, he's on Mud, but, uh, yeah, man. Detour is a great movie. It started off kind of slow, uh, Started off kind of slow, but, uh, man, 
the fucking uh this dude, this 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 guy, this kid, Ty Sheridan, he's the main character in there. And um he his mom supposedly like got in a got in a wreck or something. His mom got in a wreck and um the stepfather the stepfather of Ty Sheridan was uh the stepfather of Ty Sheridan, he was making his mom was in a coma for like a month and a half or whatever. And his dad was just making all these business moves, leaving a lot, but not ever going to see his mom and stuff. So Ty Sheridan went to the bar. He was really drunk. And this drug dealer guy, this drug dealer guy, he plays as Amori Conan. He's Johnny in the movie. Um, meets him in the bar, and he's kind of broken, owes money to his plug or whatever. And they just run at each other at the same time. Um, Harper, that played that is Ty Sheridan in the movie, he has money because his mom is about to die in her will or whatever, so he's about to get a lot of money. So, the side of the death, he's trying to get back at the father because he thinks that he killed his mother. So, the movie, he ends up talking to Johnny at the bar and fucking end up asking if he would kill somebody for a certain amount of money. And Harper thought he was drunk and just saying shit, and Johnny shows up at his house the next day, and that's when the movie just gets really going. Um, It's a good twist, man. Camera shot. Is really well. It gives, it gives you a good double view. Um, a lot of double takes on the camera with uh, with Harper and stuff of his thinking. Um, it has like one situation one like now and then the bottom camera would be shooting like what you think is going on. And um, it's just really good work, man. Good twist in the movie. And uh, yeah, just something to pop on, put in the background. If you're getting ready or something, hour and 25 minute movie. No, that was a two hour movie, I think. I give it a seven on my scale, but yeah, man, watch that. Watch that. It's a good movie on um, HBO if you're just trying to turn something on. Don't know what to watch. Um, I also watched Ford and Ferrari Detour. What else did I watch? What else did I watch? Damn, 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 damn. I don't know what else I watched. I don't know what else I watched. Oh, Love and Monsters with Dylan O'Brien. If you know me, you know I love Team Wolf, so. When I saw this movie, I immediately bought it. Uh, it was good. It was talking about um, Dylan O'Brien. Apparently, there was a, like a, a nuclear bomb or something like that, and um, Dylan O'Brien plays as Joel in the movie. He uh, he has to get in this bunker with some randoms, with some randoms and stuff, and he's been in there for seven years. Imagine not seeing rain outside or anything for seven years and just having to fucking live with these random people and they go out and um, the people he lives with, they go out and have food voyages and shit, but he's always, like, staying in the bunker because he has this fucking problem to where, like, when something big is happening or they're going to, like, out and hunting and he has to kill something, he just freezes and, like, can't do it because he's, like, a pussy or whatever, I can say. And, um... Yeah, but he his this girl his girlfriend or whatever before the world was starting to end seven years ago like they were they were with each other the last day so they separated and they talk on the radio com because he's like really tech savvy so that's what he does and cooks and shit and he just gets to the point to where he wants to take a journey and go see this girl and you know you you think he's gonna take this journey alone and this his first encounter with the outside world is a uh, is. You think he's gonna get in the shit and the 
comes along a good dog. He names Boyd to save the day. No, just a good homie movie, man. Makes you want to go home and pet your dog. Um, it was, I had my dog, Maple. She can't live with me in my apartment, but I had to tell my dad that to bring her down this weekend after I saw that movie. Uh, just good, man. Makes you know, uh, just makes you think about it a lot. And just be within yourself and your dog. And dogs are really, dogs are crazy, man. Dogs are a good creature to have, like your own kid, if you don't have any. And uh, a good, good thing to have around, like if you're lonely or single or whatever, just get your thoughts off things, be able to pet something, be able to have something to grow to, um, watch grow. Yeah, man, I love dogs. Dogs are um, very appreciative in my book. But, uh, yeah, Love and Monsters, Detour, Ford Rush uh, Ferrari. What else did I watch? Um, fuck. I don't even know right now. But I love the movies. Watch it. Uh, I'm about to watch. I don't know what I need to watch this week, so send me some shit on Instagram. Uh... Watched the Truman Show last night. It was a great movie. I'll review that next week on the show with uh, Hungry. Hungry, like I said, Hungry was on here last night. The episode just got fucking deleted. I don't know what the fuck happened. So <laughs> I had a little take on myself this morning. But uh, next week should be rolling. Um, I got a couple guests coming on this week too. So this will probably be, it won't be the last time I'm on with myself, but I'll start having the guests come back and stuff, just trying to get things back hopping good uh people are busy and shit waiting on tax money so i understand that but uh yeah stay up just watch euphoria and um we got two weeks off so just get your get your mind together put in these hours before the super bowl because it's turn up super bowl if you're my people uh i think we'll throw a party or something here you know cook some wings kick back good smoke whatever so let me know if you want to come down and kick it and um yeah it's going to be the new new month tomorrow, February. Let's, let's attack it hard, man. Stay at it two feet forward, not backwards. So, you know, ten toes down. We got to keep going and uh, be thankful for every day. Don't don't wake up feeling like the day is shitty because it's not, you know. Just be thankful you woke up because you don't know what day is your last day. And we just got to be appreciative of that and uh, keep going. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say today. So, be back on Swerve Run back, uh, sometime this week. And drop some bets in a couple episodes. Think about the Super Bowl plot on it. And uh, yeah, eat some shrooms, smoke some weed. Have a good time. And this is the song of the week. Wiz Khalifa with the kid, Frankie.